Welcome to Redemption Unveiled. Do you find yourself frustrated with the same people and the same things over and over? Do you ask yourself, why can't I get past this? If that sounds like you, Redemption Unveiled podcast is here to help you get unstuck. We can help you use the choices you have to find the freedom that you crave so that you never have to feel stuck in your own life again. Hi, I'm Haley. I'm glad you're here. Let's get going. Hi, guys. I hope you have had a wonderful Christmas, and I'm so excited to be back. Now, this week is my favorite week of the entire year. Let me tell you why. Because Christmas is always so busy and so crazy, and I always love how it's done. And then immediately, there's almost nothing on the calendar, and I love to just go through and look, oh my gosh, we're starting a new year. Look at everything that's coming. Now, I know a lot of people are like this, and if you're like that, cool. If not, that's fine too. What I wanted to talk about today is five things that I do in my life that have completely helped me create the life I want. Now, you don't have to do these things, okay? This is not a this is right or wrong way of life. All I wanna do is help give you some ideas if you feel stuck and you're just wanting some ideas of how do I push past this place I am where I feel like I don't feel I'm creating meaningful life. I don't feel I'm creating the life that I was created for. I don't feel I'm creating a fulfilling life. I don't feel fulfilled in my life. So that is what this podcast is. So I'm going to talk about five things that I do that I think have really helped me have a feeling in my life of fulfillment. The first thing I want to do actually comes from Donald Miller, who has a course called Here on a Mission, and he is actually coming out out with a book in January, I think. One of the things he does, and I don't think he invented this, I actually think he said someone else does this in their goal setting, but I don't know that person's name. He talks about how you need to write your obituary, and that's kind of the start of this process is finding out what's important to you and what you really start with is you kind of start with looking back. This is a really cool process and it's for me I like this kind of stuff because I always like like oh what will really you know what do basically what it does is at the end of the day what do you want to be known for? If you're gonna live till you're 80, 90, 100 at your funeral what do you want people to say? Well, this is who she was. Like, she was the best mom in the world. Or she created this company that changed the world. Or she was, you know, so nice. Or she was so thoughtful. She always was there for me no matter what. You know, whatever it is that for you, it just gives you kind of this perspective. Okay, so for me, when I wrote it, I was like, obviously, the most important thing in my in my life is my family, like my children, my husband. That's just, it's got to be the core um, as far as to-dos, you know. I mean, I just believe that. And so it kind of just helps you process. The thing really that you take away from it, though, is what are the really core things you want to spend your life doing? That is really important. So for me, I know exactly how I want to spend my time on this earth. For me, I have um, I have kind of my main things that are worth my time, and I have why they're worth my time. And I try to set them into 
my life, in my routines of my life, I have those implemented in of ways that I actually do that thing. You know, like the reason I do this is it gives me a lot of clarity when I go to actually make my daily decisions to what really is worth spending my time, okay? The first thing that I think you should do is look at the end of your life and write down the things that you actually want to be known for. What do you want people to say about you, okay? What do you need to do to get that done? <laughs> like if you want to be known as the friend who's always there for people, how are you doing that in your, in your actual week, this week? Does that make sense? And so again, I really recommend you get the book. The second thing that's basically just the next step of that When you take this course, he actually takes you through like you do your obituary, then you do your 10-year goals, your five-year goals, your one-year goals. You actually break them down to your daily goals. And the big thing that it ultimately leads you to is what are you actually doing today to get your big goal done? And the reason this is so important is because it's easy to say, I want to be the best mom in the world, right? Don't we all want to be the best mom in the world? But what intentionally am I doing today or this week that when my kids look back on their life, they say, wow, mom always did this for me. One thing I have, and so for me, I've learned that these actually, because we're all so busy and I'm busy and I have a lot going on and sometimes I feel I don't have a lot left in my life, these things have to be things that honestly a lot of times take five minutes or less, but they're intentional. One of my goals with my children is to teach them about adventure in life. And so practically, one of the ways I do this, how I bring it to my every day, every Monday night, I put my kids to bed and I tell them an adventure story. I like creating stories. We, it's always the same adventure story of five children, three girls, two boys that love to have an adventure. And every day they ask their mom if they can go out to find adventure and they go find an adventure and it's always kind of magical you know like every Monday I do this now when I was pregnant with Shavit I gave myself a lot of grace and that was two years ago and I just told him guys mom's really tired I just can't tonight or even right after he was born I would say oh I just and not tonight guys the baby's whatever well it was interesting because when I got pregnant with Marin because Shabba was still a baby when I was pregnant with Marin something clicked in me that said okay I will uh, now I'm having another baby so I have to stop believing that I'll be less tired anytime soon so it was almost just like nope no more excuses every Monday night I am going to do this so that is a way specifically on Donald Miller he says it has to be when it comes to your daily goals has to be something you could actually film So you say, every Monday night, I tell my kids a story. You wouldn't just say like, every Monday night, I inspire my children. It's like, no, specifically, what do you do? Does that make sense? You have the things that are important to you, but then you figure out how do I do them in my everyday routine, okay? And for me, I've learned it doesn't work for me to say, every day, I'm going to do this thing that's takes 15 minutes. No, it has to be this very small. And then once I have that as a habit, maybe I can implement something new. But that's just for me in my life. That's how I do it. Again, I really recommend you get the book because that's actually where I got it from. Now, the third thing that I do is I actually have a list of the promises that God has given me. Um, I've done this on 
paper, but I've also done this in audio version where I've written all of this stuff out and I record myself just on my phone, not like a podcast recording or anything, but I just record the things that God has told me and God's promised me. And you can do that. It may be for you. You just are good with writing it down or if it's easier to make a list and then record yourself and listen to it. Because the thing is, it's so easy for us to feel like that we just get busy and we forget the big things we want to accomplish in life. The fourth thing, which we we talked about this on the last podcast, is having that list of failure, the place for failure. So you have a place for your promises, but you also have a place for that failure. That for me has been really helpful for me. And I think it will be helpful for you. Have a place for your failure, okay? And the fifth thing that if you feel you have a promise or you need healing or something inside of you that you're not seeing, I encourage you to fast. Not like exchange where, hey God, I'm gonna fast for a month, therefore you're gonna give me what you want. It's a lifestyle that says, I want to be the person you created me to be, and part of that is me learning to not just do everything I feel like doing. Part of that is having self-control. Two years ago, I started every six months I do a fast. So I pick one thing in my life that I love, that I'm not going to do for six months. (laughs) And I've done this for a few years now. It's like really hard, but actually I really like it because it's one specific thing. So even though it does take a lot of self-control, it's like a lot of self-control, but not all the time. It's not a diet plan. It's a, I love this thing, but what I want more is what God has for me. And I've got to learn how to have self-control and how to do hard things. So for six months, I'm going to do this hard thing that I'm choosing. And I'm going to show God that I am serious about this life. And I want to learn self-control. Just like you would learn how to work out and you get stronger by actually doing hard things. Self-control is the same way. So those are five things that I do in my life that really help me feel like I have a meaningful life. Okay, guys, I'll see you next year. Well, I won't see you. I'll talk to you again next year. Have a good one. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, would you mind sharing it with a friend or putting it on your social? If you want to follow me on my social media, it's Redemption Unveiled on Instagram and Facebook or Haley Marie Carter on my personal Instagram. I truly believe you do not have to live stuck in your own life. So use the choices you have to find that freedom you crave. I'll see you next time.